Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 528, titled Reunited. And it feels so good. Well, it feels awesome. Well, whatever. Uh, this is uh, the show about Xbox, Microsoft, gaming, anything else we want to talk about. And uh, a couple things I want to talk about is, first of all, my name is Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live. And with me today, I got my good buddy, Mark, also known as the Wingman 709. Is, is, is it the in front of Wingman or just Wingman? It's just Wingman 709. Hey, everybody. And are you the Mark also? And I am the, the Mark. I'm the one and only. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good to have you back for episode 528. And yeah. Plus. Right? I'm I'm back. He's back, folks. I'm back. <laughs> I missed Rob too back. much. Yeah. He kept crying. He's like, it's too much work. I, I don't like this. And I, I, I stalked him. And- I stalked him. <laughs> yeah. I, Lord, I think you kind of like that. You like that. And when I got the, when I got the, uh, the, what do you call it? The, the lawyer summons <laughs> in the mail saying I had to return or under penalty. I was like, okay, all right, I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, no. it's as always. It's it's great to hear your voice. <laughs> well, of course, it's calming and soothing, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm sure a lot of folks are going to be excited. They're like, "We're tired of this dude that turned the show I, into this Fortnite life." I don't know. Nobody said goodbye to me. I know when Brun left, he got all these, you know, all these call-ins, and everybody's saying we're going to miss you. And when I left, it was nothing. And I gave notice, like, <laughs> like no one cared. So I, people might be going, ah, crap, he's back. <laughs> They're like, who, so, this guy? So, but Well, I'm sure the listeners are just as excited as I am. <laughs> yes. I'm glad, to, I'm glad yeah. to be back. I miss talking with you every week, Rob. No, yeah. Same here. So, Same here. So enough of that. I'm going to put you to work. All right. All right. Let's get out with the show. A couple quick announcements, of course. Listen to us live on Twitch and YouTube Sunday nights at approximately 11 p.m. Eastern. That may or may not change. I know I've been saying that for a while, but uh, it may or may not. Well, it did today. Yes. Yeah, we're slightly early, about half an hour early. We meant to be an hour early, but hey, what you going to do? And then uh, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox, the views and opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of Microsoft. So, uh, all right, let's, let's fire it up. Uh, what have we been playing? Yeah. You want to start it off, Mark? Yeah. Mine will be pretty short. Um, I just haven't been as people know, people are like, have been sending me messages like, where "Where are you? Um, I haven't been doing a lot. And there's just been a lot of family stuff going on that I'm still dealing with, but um, I'm going to try to get in, but I, I do still try to play some, my favorite, you guys will be so happy to hear it. Cause I know you've missed me talking about it and that's gems of war. Um, I am getting really close to level 500 in that game. Um, and uh, I still, I still pluck at it every, every, Tried to do a little bit every day, so mm-hmm. still enjoy it. Um, I 
trying to get back. Uh, it, I just, my time is just gone. I just don't have a lot of time these days to play. Um, but I did play a little Far Cry New Dawn this week, and I'm trying to, I like the game, and I'm just, the one thing I don't like is the whole base building thing. Like, you got to get your base leveled up, and then to do that, you got to go sure. out and get all this fuel and, it's very to me it's very repetitious but i do enjoy the game but it's like uh, you gotta yeah there's just a lot built in there's you know all these challenges for doing stuff with level one guns level two guns level three stuff like that there's a bunch of challenges and so i'm trying to knock those out to get the points to get the special skills unlocked and but um I don't like the base building. Your, you know, your garage is level one, so you can't get like better helicopters and you can't get better cars until you upgrade that. Well, then you, but you also got to upgrade your weapon depot and you got to upgrade the cartographer and you got to upgrade everything. <laughs> it's right. just like so it's time consuming, but um, it's it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Uh, also, I was in uh, back down in Phoenix this week for work. And uh, I got together with my good buddy, Bo. Awesome. And uh, so we, we hung out for, for the day. I got down there like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the day before my meeting. And we hung out for, the night, for that day and evening. And he ended up, uh, kept telling me he's been bugging me. Got to get Diablo 3 on the Switch. Got to get Diablo. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I, I bought it and played it all the way through on the, on the Xbox 360. And I rebought it on the xbox one and replayed it and then played even more because i actually took all all the characters up to level 70 and then the necromancer came out and i was like i'm not paying ten dollars for a character and having to level up <laughs> oh, another yeah. one well then he bought the character for me he he oh wow <laughs> and and yeah he bought me the character and i was like so i'm like okay i, I gotta play it and i was like oh my gosh this character is awesome and i got him up to level 70 it's like that's the only character i play now um and so i was down there and i'm like he's like you got to get this and he of course had his switch with them in the car and he's like i'm playing it and and uh and he went into the GameStop and bought me a copy <laughs> so, <laughs> so when i got back home because i didn't even take it with me because i just don't play the switch and now i've got a reason to play it because yeah diablo 3 is awesome <laughs> Of course, I've been playing. I've been laying in bed at night playing it. <laughs> it's on the switch. On the switch, yeah. Oh, your your hands cramping, or I, mean, with, I, no, I know it's like uh-uh. I cannot freaking hold that thing for so long. It's like palm ache, finger ache. I haven't had that yet. No, no. But uh, no, I I it looks really good. Um, it's fun. It's it's fun to play on there as well. So. It's something to pass the time until Diablo 4 shows up. Whenever so, that is. Yeah, who knows. But it's uh, really good. I'm enjoying it, and I'm really really glad he did that. I was like, sweet, thanks, buddy. <laughs> he knows what's good for you. He does. Necromancer. I, sh- I should listen to him more often and not listen to somebody else I know. And, oh, get get Wolfenstein. It's great. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> So, but no, you've, you've tipped me in some really good ways, but, and I have returned the favor. I do believe 
as we were talking yes, about yes. yesterday. So that's what I played this mm-hmm. week. So what about you? Uh, I played a couple two tree things. Uh, first off, uh, I've been playing uh, Clash Royale for now like three and a half years, I think. Somewhere around there. I finally got to level 13, which is the highest level in the game. So I have achieved max king tower level and uh it's uh it's interesting now as soon as you hit level 13 as you level up your characters you get uh these oh forgot what they're called you get these points where now you can get uh little like cosmetic changes to your characters yeah Uh that's sort of cool i guess I'm not really into the cosmetics too much in uh, in most games. I'd rather have the actual effective upgrades. If, you know what I mean? It's just the, the stuff that, that can actually affect your gameplay. But uh, that was cool. So that was a, a pretty good achievement. Now I'm going to be leveling up the rest of my characters, which this is going to take a long time. But that game, uh, always fun. Always good for you know a couple-minute diversion. That's one thing that I really like about Clash Royale, where... You know, if you only have five minutes to play, you can play it on the train. You can play it while you're, you know, waiting in a lobby for a meeting to start or yeah. or whatever. So you can just be in and out. And um, I did play a PC game, which I started. Wow. I think the game came out 2013, something like that, 2014. So at least five years ago. It's called Windward. And it's a uh, it's an oldie but goodie. I saw it uh, on my hard drive, and I'm like, yeah, let me let me play that. I always liked it. It's I might have talked about it on the show years ago. I probably did. But uh, what this is is it's like a top down sailing game with pirates. So okay. so what you're doing is you have a ship that you can upgrade in various ways and you're sailing around islands and I can't really say it's like rivers, but you know, it's those areas that have like lots of like windy water. And then you have, you know, little islands here and there and and so forth. And so there's different like watchtowers and there's cities and then there's pirates that take over the cities and then you're trying to fight off the pirates and sink their ships. And you're also trying to take over the cities. So like you go up next to a city and then you take over it or you go over to, um, you go over to the watchtowers and you have to kind of like destroy them. And then you take over. Uh, if there's a pirate ship, you kind of like just, you know, broadside them. I don't know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. You're like side to side and you're shooting cannons over. It's very like arcadey. Um, it's not like a serious game. Uh you can almost kind of think of it like Sea of Thieves Super Light. <laughs> super duper light, I guess. Um, because I mean all you're really doing is sort of like maintaining like side to side orientation and you shoot. And uh, so you sink them and then you get upgrades because there's like a barrel that comes up 
uh, when they sink and then you can collect that, use it to upgrade your ship and stuff. And it's fun. I mean, it's, it's another game. It has a progression system. There's like a lot of worlds that you can unlock and go into. And the graphics are pretty cool. Like you have your ship and the water looks nice. So your ship's sailing and then you see like seagulls like flying around, like some are soaring, you know how they soar and they don't flap. I mean, it it just, it's, it's like a cool jungle piratey themed game and it's just fun. There's, there's something about it. That's interesting. So I played a little bit of that. Um, probably going to give it some more time over the next couple of weeks. Now that, uh, I, uh, I hit it up again after, I don't know, a couple year hiatus. And then also I did, uh, my usual Fortnite. So the season changed uh, last week. Was it on Thursday? I think season nine started. So we had new content for battle Royale, new content for content for save the world, uh, for save the world. They did a bunch of changes. They added these war games, uh, mini event kind of things to mix up the um, storm shield attacks. So uh, some of those are pretty cool. There's a new event mission. Uh, that's pretty cool. Got some, you know, fun acting in there with Ray, the robot talking to you and all the characters just being silly. So that's good. And then uh, battle Royale, I played that a little bit and uh, that, that was pretty cool. I mean, it's, the whole premise of it now is that at the end of last season, season eight, there was a volcano that exploded. And then two of the characters, did you see this video? I didn't see the video, but yeah. my youngest son was all like, I was Tilted about Towers it. is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tilted Towers is wrecked. But uh, yeah, so these characters went into a bunker and when they came out there's there's, if you watch the video it's sort of comical i won't give away what happened in the video but they come out eventually and it's the future so now tilted towers is neo tilted and (laughs) retail row is the mega mall i think and there's these i call them they have a name they're like some kind of tubes or something i call them fast travel (laughs) (laughs) just you know from all the games we have like tomb raider and those that have the fast travel areas well this is kind of the same thing and and it's actually kind of nice where if you're looking to get from you know point a to point b you can hop in these tubes and you just basically like fly within them you know they're like wind or something rushing through right yeah i did see some information about those yeah so it it helps you get from uh, you know get across the map there's one that goes around tilted. There's one that goes around the mega mall. Then there's ones that go around the map in, uh, I think there's two of them that go around the map and they ripped off this thing from apex legends where there's now these floating platforms, uh, just like how apex had the floating platforms Yeah, that you could land onto. Well, they kind of have the same thing, you know, ripped off or not. They're in the game and they're, they're Fortnite's kinda... nothing but ripping off from everybody else, but it's, yeah. it's a fun game. Yeah, it is. And, uh, the thing that was interesting about those is that there's like four columns, uh, which I guess suspend it. And they're those, like those fast travel tubes, the, with the wind, 
So you can actually go into that into that and you get sucked up to the top. So it's one way to get up to those. And uh and it's interesting. The one thing that I was kind of thinking about was it's very cool that they keep changing the game up. I think that they have done this to an unprecedented level that no other game has really approached where they're changing this game so much very quickly. I mean, on a weekly basis, well, actually technically it changes like on a two week basis because they make like big changes every other week. And then they do like minor changes the week in between, but still, you know, this is something that I think people got used to, especially in the battle Royale world. And it's something that apex couldn't keep up with. You know, they basically said that, Hey, that's something that we don't really care to do. It's not something that we want to do. And honestly, I think that they really couldn't do it, you know, just to keep that game changed changing all the time. That's, that's a lot of work. And, you know, I'm pleasantly surprised that it's not a bigger disaster than it is (laughs) because when you change the game, you introduce bugs and, Potentially, they could be introducing tons of them, but you know they they do have their bugs here and there, but they're not absolutely catastrophic. But um, the one thing that I was kind of wondering about it was that, like, especially now, it's like if you look at the map, it's like just kludgy. It's just like there's too much. You, you know what I mean? It's like going to your grandma's house, and then there's like tchotchkes knickknacks and stuff everywhere do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not saying that everything needs to be like an ikea showroom where there's like you know nothing anywhere and everything's strategically placed but it, it seems almost like it's just too much stuff i'm sure that you know a couple weeks into the season for um for battle royale everybody's going to be used to it yeah. And you know, it's going to be business as usual. Oh, and and they added one neat thing kind of uh and that's these things called frostbites. No, fortbites, not frostbites. Fortbite, yeah. Yeah. So, as you progress in the game, um you unlock or you find these things called fortbites, which there's a hundred of them and I think they hide a picture or some kind of image. So it's, I'm, I'm just guessing here. It might be a 10 by 10 grid and they're numbered like one to a hundred. Yeah. And then you unlock the spots and you reveal what's underneath. Um, and you do that either by achieving a certain level in the game or, uh, by finding them on the map. And there's, there's a bunch of different ways to achieve those. So that's a, that's a cool way to get people interested in the game because especially battle Royale, because save the world. That's my main jam mm. for battle Royale. I like completing the missions. So yeah, I never really go into it just to play actually not uh, complete the challenges, not missions that save the world that has the missions, but I go in there and I'm always looking, all right, I need to, open chests at lucky landing. So that that's my objective for that game. 
I'll just go and open the <laughs> See, chest. That's messed up because it's like it seems like there's then there's people in there that aren't playing the game. Like they're not out to play the game. They're out just to do those things. You know what I mean? So they're not like you, well, when you get in there, you're not focused on necessarily killing other people. You're trying to stay alive just to go run around and find something. But it's an objective, you know? It's so the game has purpose and but the game does have purpose to be the last one standing, <laughs> kill everybody. Well, <laughs> That's the purpose. Some of us really can't do that very often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm one of them. So it's I, like, you know, catching the uh, victory royale is an elusive thing. <laughs> yep. I see my son do it all the time with his friends. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think I've ever done it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't play enough to get one. Yeah. I have gotten a couple in Apex Legends, but it's and that's not now it's going to be harder because it's um they're they're banning people for who are like I forgot what they call it. Um I just saw the the article but they're like kind of like what I do. I'm always like riding the coattails of everybody else and <laughs> depending on them for the win. I mean, I I'm, I'm staying engaged and trying to kill people and i revive people and stuff like that but um i'm just not very good at those games so it's always if i get a win it's because of the team that i'm on (laughs) it's nothing to do with me no it's with those games especially well like Fortnite, for example and apex and you know realm royale and all those others i think they follow a similar type of path where you in order to be good, you can't just go in and play. Right. You know what I mean? It's you have to be proficient in building. You have to be proficient in aiming, um, shooting, reacting, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, that stuff's, exp- you know, pretty much um, expected, I guess. And one thing that I've done lately is like, all right, I, I, I need to get some you know, cred built up with my son. I need to be better <laughs> at, uh, you know, Battle Royale. Because, you know, I was quite the man back in the day with Quake and Unreal Tournament. Remember those? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yep. uh, yeah, the, the dinosaur games. Although I heard that there's a new Quake that came out recently. And actually, if, if, you, get un- if you get the Epic Store in on the pc you can get unreal tournament for free it's a free game and there's been some continued development on it not a lot but it's still around but anyway uh i went in and and there's actually some cool stuff that people have made to get better in the game like uh there's this one guy gearsy he made a really sweet training course uh uh, that you can play in the creative mode so you go in there and you have to put in the code. Uh, if if anybody's interested, just look up Gearzy on YouTube. That's G E E R Z Y, and he has a he's created a couple of training courses. His latest one is really nice, where you basically go in and you can get a slew of different weapons. And he's got a shotgun training area. There's a sniper training area. There's a spot with AR and, uh, not AR, with uh, SMG. Uh-huh. And 
I mean, if you sit there and you look, practice 10 minutes a day, it's amazing how much better you can get in the game. I mean, oh, yeah. it's helped me a lot. Just sitting there and having like, like the shotgun one is, it's like 180 degrees around you. And it's just these targets that pop up. Uh, there's characters that move back and forth, left, right. There's ones that just pop up. And you're basically just sitting there and you're just like, I think they call it like flick aiming, where you're just basically like aim, shoot, aim, shoot. And then yeah. I would also hop or like jump around and try to shoot at them. And it, it's amazing how well it works. But one of the things that really helped me was not aiming down the sight. Um, yeah, I do that. That's yeah, that that's the detriment of me. Yeah, it's just like do, like especially with a shotgun, I would always like aim down the sh- aim down the sight, and then like once in a while I get lucky, and most of the time I would die, and it like improved my combat like twofold just by not aiming i mean you aim but you shoot but not right like fire from the hip yeah exactly yeah right because apparently that's what everybody does (laughs) yeah all the people that are winning (laughs) yeah exactly and uh, wait a minute would would you stand still while they zoom in on you mm -hmm. like uh, no you're boom you're dead (laughs) yeah and then the thing that always would get me uh, especially in battle royale is I never build. I always run up other people's structures. Right. So they had a bunch of videos. I think Gearsy had one of them as well, where it's just how to build. So you go into playground mode and that's all you do is right. you get materials really easy in there. And then you just sit there and you build ramps or you build these things called nineties, which is just wall, wall ramp. And that's how you build like a tower. So it's like you spiral up and, you know, just by practicing a little bit with those, I mean, it, it gives you a chance. It gives you a chance for yeah. the, you know, to fight off the preteens and, and the teenagers, <laughs> you know, whereas yep. otherwise you just get dominated, but here you have a fighting chance. Ah, yeah. But, no uh, chance. yeah, there's no chance. <laughs> so yeah, battle, battle Royale is cool. Um, like I said, it's still keeping fresh. And then I like some of the changes that they have in save the world. So, and, and that was interesting where I'm like level 96 now. And I was telling you this the other day, Mark, where uh-huh. I would go in with my son, who's like level 22, somewhere around there. And people are in our match and like, I level the match up. So it like drops me down and it levels everybody up. And people are like dropping out of the game left and right. It's like, really? Nobody You're likes a quitter. Good. Nobody likes a quitter. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Because actually, I, I just played one this, I played a match this afternoon, and somebody in there leveled us up to level 140. I think it was. Uh, wow. Actually, either the character was 140 or the game was 140. I don't remember. But it was hard. It was hard, yeah. but we got so many points on it. I mean, it was totally worth it. Absolutely. Because that's the thing. The higher up the battle is, the more experience you get, and that helps you level up. So, but um, maybe people don't look at it the same way. 
<laughs> not everybody does yeah i i usually like especially when i'm starting out depends on the game but sometimes i like to do that jump in with other people to help rank you up and level mm -hmm. you up faster but it's a it depends on the game too you know sometimes people want to you know not have it that way like typically my first run i don't necessarily want to do that um but if it's like a game like diablo like once you've played the game and then you want to just level everybody else up and jump in with super high level people and you just stand back i mean you can't hurt anybody and you're going to die instantly but if you just stay back and let everybody else battle it out you're going to you'll rank up so fast and then before you know it you'll be able to compete oh yeah then you have a fighting chance exactly but you know there's a lot of strategies i guess for leveling up right and maybe not everybody understands them all right right and and uh one thing that my son saw actually yesterday when he played a couple of games to save the world, he got six, like 600 V bucks. Nice. By playing all the missions. So, you know, of course that can transfer over into uh season pass. Yeah. Season pass or uh, what it's meant for is buying llamas. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the, uh, I don't know how much you played recently, but did you see the new uh, x-ray llamas? No, I have not. Yeah, so when you go into the store to get around the whole, you know, buying loot crates and llamas is gambling thing, what they did is they made the llamas see-through. So whatever llama is presented to you in the store to purchase for V-Bucks, yeah. you can actually see the contents of them now. Oh. Which is really nice. So You know what you're going to get. Yeah. So what I do... um, Every day is I'll log in and I'll see what llamas are available. And if it's a llama that has, if it's the $50 upgrade llama and it goes gold, so which means it has legendary items in there, I always buy it regardless because right. you need survivors to level yourself up. And there's always at least one legendary survivor in there. I don't care too much about the weapons, but the survivors are golden yeah so I'll always get them but uh yeah that's enough fortnite talk for this fortnite life <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding yeah but uh here let, let's uh let's get on with the show a couple quick announcements real quick uh first off thanks to all the patreon uh supporters that we have out there and if you'd like to support the show uh, just like those folks well you can go over to this, this xboxlife.com forward slash patreon you can support us with uh, as little as $1 a week, a month, whatever, uh, whatever you feel like. And uh, it's not expected, but definitely appreciated. Helps us defray some of the costs of having uh, the show uh, hosted and all that good well, stuff. You got to pay my salary now, too. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Always, That's always a consideration. You did a great job negotiating. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, and, and then th those Patreons. Yes. Rob needs it to pay my myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you can also leave us a tip at this xboxlife.com forward slash donate. And also if you're a Twitch Prime uh subscriber, you can subscribe to a channel for free uh once a month. Uh consider subscribing to this Xbox Life. We definitely appreciate it. And thanks to 
Let's see who's the last one here. Thanks to uh, Zakestar123. Did that just a couple days ago. Much appreciated. Hey, I did it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and actually, you've done it for 14 months. That's right. <laughs> yes, 24, 24 minutes ago. But uh, yeah, thanks to everybody who's done that. And then uh, you can subscribe to our channel on Twitch, a Mixer, and YouTube. And right now, Mixer is turned off. The streaming to it is turned off while we work out some technical issues with that. But uh, you ready to get on with the show? That's yeah. Not, that's not Fortnite related? Let's do it. Or is it? I might have snuck some Fortnite in here. I hope not. Yeah, no, not this week. I get enough of that from my kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I can help you where you can actually like talk with them. I'll, I'll give you the information so you seem like you're a cool dad or cooler than you already are. I'm already cool. I, I play with him. He's, yeah. But I bought him a headset just the other day because uh, the one he had, when we had broke or something. So mm -hmm. I bought him another one, a little, you know, one of the cheap ones, the yeah. pack-ins. And uh, mm -hmm. still not so cheap, but I got him one so I can play in my office. He can play in the front room and we can talk and play in his game. And it's fun. I really, I do enjoy that. And it was cool because he was kind of stuck and I jumped in and he was just like, dad, you're just killing all these guys. That's so cool. <laughs> and he got past the level and was so happy. So it's fun. Yeah. I really enjoy playing it with him. Oh yeah. It's a great experience. Yep. Bonding time. <laughs> but, all right. uh, yeah, so uh, Game Pass has a bunch of games coming and going. Uh, we talked about some of these last week, but uh, Game Pass has a couple exiting here soon. Uh, we have Star Wars The Force Unleashed and The Force Unleashed 2. Those are going bye-bye. Comic Jumper, Misplosion Man, Mega Man a Legacy Collection, and... MotoGP 17, those are all leaving. And I thought this was just amazing. You know, they talked about having like 100 titles in Game Pass. There's currently over 231 titles. Wow. In there right now. Although I think probably half of them are the rare replay. Still. <laughs> but still, they're yeah. They're still individual games. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm just kidding with the rare replay thing. <laughs> That's only maybe a quarter of the game. It's not half. But anyway, that, that's quite a few. So for 10 bucks a month, that's, that's quite the value. And then uh, we do have some new entries to Game Pass. We have Black Desert that joined uh, a couple days ago. This would have joined, uh, let's see, I think Wednesday or Thursday. These went in there. So we have Black Desert, Surviving Mars, and Tacoma. And then uh, we also have For the King, that one in there. That's a brand new game. That went straight into Game Pass. Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham and The Surge. Are, those are going to be joining on the 16th. So uh, the Lego games, always awesome. I can't say I've ever seen a bad Lego game. There's maybe ones that are just not as good as the rest, but I can't say any of them are really bad. Okay. And then um, there was another thing here. There was another entry into Game Pass, and that was The Descenders. 
they showed this one off on this week in xbox and this one looks interesting for some reason i'm, I'm i kept meaning to try it this weekend but i never had the time have you ever seen those videos that are on youtube and uh on facebook where it's the dudes with the gopro that like take their mountain bike and they're just like going down the side of a mountain, oh. like super fast. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that in a game. So oh, wow. it, it looks pretty cool. I like the visuals of it. And um, I'm just curious to see if the gameplay um, matches the coolness factor of it. We'll see. Mm. We'll see. Cause sometimes these games are kind of like, you know, they don't live up to uh how good they look but uh yeah i'm definitely interested in checking that one out and i'm pleasantly surprised to see that it's in game pass and then all right on to more of the uh regular stories those were kind of like uh announcements there but uh mark you know that they are starting up the whole new game pass ultimate right yes so so what do you think about that do you do you think that you'll take part in it not right now because it would actually cost me more because it's essentially, you know, $10 a month, which you pay for game pass, which that's what I'm paying because they don't ha have a, like a yearly pass that I'm aware of. Um, and then it's $5 a month for Xbox live gold, which is more expensive than me paying the $40 a year that I buy when I buy my annual. So what I'm waiting for is the, you know, when they have game pass ultimate, as a yearly price and where it's you know at least the price of what i'm paying now or less then mm -hmm. it would be worth it to do it the weird thing is going to be that they both well like right now to do it you know i've had game my my game my xbox live gold renews once a year and then will how would you you know you got to tie in your game pass to that and I don't know how they're going to do that because a lot of people that have both right now, they're not linked. So they're going to have to probably figure out how to link those together and they're not paying extra. Right. So, but uh, I, I'm sure eventually I will, but I'll probably wait till next year when my gold goes out or getting ready to expire. And then I'll see if there's a Game Pass Ultimate yearly price. Those mm -hmm. are usually cheaper. So. Otherwise, I think it's fine. It's nice. It's like put it all into one. I mean, I'm gonna I'm paying for both anyways. Why well, have two separate payments? You know, right? Just make it part of my program. So I I like the idea. I just want the yearly option, not the monthly option. Right. Oh, I totally get it. Well, uh, one thing that they did is they recently brought it into the uh, preview beta. Are Are you part of that still, or? Did you take uh, your systems my op, out of it? My, op, my, I got my S's in the uh, program. Okay. So I do took you, my X out of it. Do you know which ring you're in? I don't know if that's a proper term anymore. I think it's still Bravo. Okay. I'm not in the alpha ring. Okay. So. Yeah, so what they did is they added it to the insider program or xbox insiders gotta stick with the the current names the name of the week and um so the systems have been updated so they recognize it and if you go into the insider app you can join 
the uh, like testing of Ultimate, and I actually did this just before the show. Oh yeah, uh, went live here. Yeah, so it's available uh, currently for English speaking Xbox insiders in the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. And looks like you have to be in Preview Alpha, Preview Alpha, Skip Ahead, or Preview Beta. I know there's a couple of different rings, so this looks like it might be at least the top three. I don't know fully how many there are. I know there's a bunch, and uh, they renamed some of these. So again, that's Preview Alpha, Preview Alpha, Skip Ahead, or Preview Beta. <clears throat> so, and what's interesting is they want people to test it out. So apparently, you know, they can get metrics, they can make sure things work for when they enable it for the masses. And it makes sense. But the interesting thing about this is that when you become a member of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you actually get a combination of your time. And uh, this actually did happen to me. So as an example, if you have... 10 months in your game pass subscription left and you have let's say 11 months in your xbox live subscription they will combine the two so you will have ultimate for 21 months you know what i'm saying okay so they'll take your live period whatever it is let's say it could be two years let's say you're you prepaid for two years and you right. have one live or one year of Game Pass, then Ultimate will um, go away. I mean, the the end of your current term will be three years out. Okay. Right? So that's pretty cool. And, you know, I wanted to test it out. And sure enough, uh, it worked. I had, like, I think a little bit less than two years of uh, Game Pass. It was like 18 months, something like that left because I, I bought uh, two years last year. And then I had six months of live left. So right now I'm good through 2021 sometime. I forgot which day it was. So it did add them together. So that might be something that people want to test out because um, you'll get extra time, right, mm. for being a member. Okay. So I have to look into that. Yeah. So normally it's fifteen dollars a but, month. What? What you can say? No. Okay. Keep going. Because I think you're going to answer my question. <laughs> normally uh, it's fifteen dollars yeah. a month. So normally it's fifteen dollars a month. So if you combine the two, let's say if you have a year of each right now, let's say you just renewed, it's going to push you out two years of Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate, right? So technically, that's like getting a year free. Factor it fifteen dollars a month. That's it's quite a value, just for testing it. Yeah. Now, who knows? Maybe it'll get ugly <laughs> in the testing. <laughs> you know, like like it's happened to us in the past yep. with the uh, insider program. Who knows? We'll we'll cross our fingers and hope that everything's good. But. Uh, yeah, if you're an insider program member, you might want to check that out. Oh, and uh, I did have to join it for a dollar. Yeah, okay. I was kind of I was kind of rushing through it. Maybe I didn't need to do that, 
But uh, in order to enable it, I bought like one month for a dollar and then that enabled it in the system for me. So either way, it's a great value. Could be hundred bucks or more depending on how much time you have saved up. Now, the only thing that I wish I kind of did now that I know how it works is I wish I got, um, I bought like one of those $40 one year of live. Right. You know, I wish I would have bought one of those and. Oh, before you did it. Yeah. Extend it even further. Yep. Yep. I'll have to look into it. Yeah. Do that tonight after we're done here. Yeah. So you, like I said, you might want to extend your live subscription (laughs) out, you know, a year or two just so you maximize your time. But uh, yeah, that's a pretty cool thing that they're doing. It's cool that they're giving us the extra time. And then I'm basically figuring that once it gets time to the, you know, end of my subscription for ultimate, I'll just cancel it. And then I don't know, maybe get some kind of deal done because in right. 2021, hopefully they'll have uh, yeah some discounts <laughs> for it, just like they do for the current stuff right now. Right. I'd imagine they will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, then Microsoft has been releasing some pretty cool uh, different uh, Xbox consoles. You know, not like how they used to do, like with the Xbox Elite controller, the Gears of War controllers and all that. But... Uh, you know, they, they've had the Shazam console, which I thought looked amazing. Did you see that one? I did, but I don't remember yeah. it. Yeah, it was like bright and it looked like the, yeah. the Shazam logo on it. It was like bright red, gold, yellow, whatever. And it looked pretty sweet. And now they have a Godzilla one. Well, they also have Game of Thrones. Yes. There's three of those that look cool, but the one you're about to talk about is really, really cool, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, so you saw that picture? <laughs> yes. That one? I want. <laughs> I want all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, the Godzilla one has, like, on the front of the console, so it's a black console, and it has Godzilla, king of the monsters, written on the left and it's got like the Godzilla skin texture. Is that what that is? Kind of. Yeah. Like a reptilian skin. Yeah. And then there's like a Mothra, right? That is just like, it almost looks like it's coming out of water or something. Cause it's like not fully visible, but it's like coming out of the water where the water is like the top of the console. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, like even the top of that, yes, it's like water. Mm-hmm. So it it's like, these are extremely hard to describe. And so people need to go check these out. But this is a like three-dimensional console. Yes. Like, you like, don't like you stack saying, anything on top of it. <laughs> no, no. And you got to have room. This, this is like Mothra is actually coming out. Like his wings are coming out of it. And he's, you see like the top of his body coming out of the water, like you said. Yeah. Um, so there's four separate consoles. And yep. It's Mothra. The others, I don't even know how to describe them. Rodan and is it King Ghidorah. And then there's the Godzilla. And yeah, I can't, 
I can't describe exactly what they are. This one looks like there's claws and a horn or something coming out of the top. Um, the yeah. other one is it's got to be part of his body, but there's spikes everywhere. And then I think the Godzilla one looks cool. It's his spiny yeah. back and it's blue in that reptilian skin. And mm-hmm. it just looks good with the, with the console. But that it's like, Oh my gosh, these are like three dimensional ones. It's not just a skin on, it's actually protruding out from the box. I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> oh yeah. So for this, it's, it's one of their contests that they have with Twitter. So you have to retweet the promotional post with a specific hashtag. And that's the one thing I don't like about these. I, I hate retweeting these contest things. Yeah. But uh, entries are going to be accepted until June 7th. And then they're going to randomly select four lucky winners to get these. And they're X's, by the way. Yeah. So they're not messing around giving us the all digital or the or the S. So you're getting the king of Xboxes yeah. along with the king of the monsters. That's so cool. Oh yeah, that's right. It's it's Mothra, Rodan, and King G- uh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah, or Ghidorah. I don't know how to say it. That movie's coming out pretty soon, isn't it? The end of the month. I think it's the thirty first. Okay. Very cool. I'm going to go see it for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Taking my kids. I, I loved Godzilla as a kid. It mm-hmm. used to be on TV. Oh, yeah. And I watched it all the time. So It was on almost every Saturday and or Sunday. Yep. I remember as, uh, you know, being a latchkey kid and seeing <laughs> them. And they, were, they were so scary at that time, too. They were cool. Yeah. Remember uh, Gadzuki was son of godzilla <laughs> oh i don't remember that one he had a, he had like a little son so it was like a little a little dude. dragon like a little dragon dude yeah wow yeah <laughs> i'll have to go back and watch those little yeah little godzilla movies and now we'd probably laugh at him because it's like some dude in a rubber suit you know mm. <laughs> St- like, oh, stomping so paper buildings yep <laughs> good times good times yeah and then there was uh, the turtle. Yep. Oh, what was its name? I don't know. I was. I remember that one a lot because the turtle monster was uh, was another one like Godzilla, where it was the good guy fighting off all the bad ones. Wasn't it something with a G? I don't remember. Godzilla monster list. There's a Gigan. No. Uh, let's see. Uh, King Ghidorah. Gigan, Mothra, destroy, destroy. Gamera, Destruya, Mech Godzilla, and Angiri. I don't even know how to. I can't even pronounce it. Rodan. It was Gamera. Oh, uh, was he? He was a. He was not an enemy, right? Hmm. Looks like there was a fight between Godzilla and Gamera, but I could have sworn that Gamera was a good one. Oh yeah, there is Gamera, giant monster. Yeah, it would fly and then like shoot like rockets out its back leg holes in his in the shell. Says uh, he's best friend of Godzilla, so he must be. They must have worked together. I don't know. Yeah, but a lot of mon- wow, there's a lot of monsters. Oh, totally. I have to find that series. Like, I don't know if maybe 
Maybe it's digitally available. <laughs> That'd be cool. Or just rent it at Blockbuster. <laughs> Where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw something. There's one left. Yeah, uh, I think it's in Oregon. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. So Xbox controller-wise, we had the what the Duke that came out recently. There was the adaptive controller, right, which yep. broke new ground with people with disabilities letting them play. And there's a, a new controller that apparently Microsoft has some patents on, and it has a built-in Braille display which is interesting. So like underneath the controller with these diagrams that they have for the patent, you know, underneath the controller, you have the little paddles, right? Like that the elite has that, uh, that you can clip in there. And then in the middle, like where the battery compartment is, there looks to be a three by three grid where it can somehow maybe like pop out the little, nubs or whatever to make the braille characters the one thing that i didn't quite understand was you know i I understand that it's for like low vision people but like if you can't like if you have a vision problem where it's preventing you let's say from seeing the controller or so forth how are you going to see the screen you know what i mean Mm, i don't know yeah (laughs) Um, oh, it looks like, uh, I just read part of this thing that they have here. So they can use it for text on the screen and says, uh, so text it, the Braille display underneath can do text that's on the screen. So where the people might not be able to read the text because of their low vision problem, they can Uh feel the characters underneath and then know what it says on the screen. So that's pretty cool. I mean, uh, I can definitely say that Microsoft is definitely an innovator in this stuff. Yes. That's, and it's nice to see them doing that. Oh, yeah. Because they probably are losing money on it, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of R&D yes. into this stuff. A lot. And it takes a long, long time. All right. So, uh, and I thought this was kind of interesting. I, I thought I'd... Talk about this. Remember that game, Rise, Son of Rome? Good game. Yeah, this, yeah, this was a, a game from uh, Crytek that was actually a release title for the Xbox One when it came out, what, in 2013, 2014, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. Was it 2013, November? Twenty. Yeah, that's when the... Or was yeah. it 2014, 13? So <laughs> almost six years ago. Wow. Hard to believe that. It's been that much time. But, uh, yeah, Rise, Son of Rome uh, was originally supposed to be an Xbox 360 game. And uh, it had a rather rough past. Uh, and, uh, you know, with Crytek and I don't know fully what happened, whether it was the development team or just issues at the studio. But... Uh, you know, some things happened with the game, got redone, and then it was eventually supposed to be an Xbox One title, and it turned into a launch title. And I thought it was amazing. It was uh, probably, I think it was the first game that I really played through on the Xbox One. 
because it was a launch title, so most people got it. And I remember playing that and Max Curse of the Brotherhood. Remember that game? Yes. The little marker? Yeah. Yep. And if you, Mark, there's a a link in the show notes. If you click that one and um, you can see what I'm going to be talking about here. So there was uh, somebody that purchased an Xbox 360 dev kit. And on the dev kit, they actually found an early prototype beta, whatever you want to call it, of the precursor to Rise Son of Rome. And it was called Codename Kingdoms. Okay. And they actually have some of the, uh, the video on there of the game. And oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely got the, like if you, if you play Dry Son of Rome, you're like, yeah, this is a really horrible version of Rise. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say horrible, I, I mean terrible, horrible. And, but it was just interesting to see, you know, how this game potentially could have looked on, you know, the previous generation. And, you know, it was by no means finished. Um, people really didn't walk from place to place. They kind of walked slid. Because as you're doing development of games, of course, you know, you're getting the main stuff in there and then the the little things like proper movement and things like that, that's like polish. You know, it's the stuff that you get in there at at, towards the end. But uh, it was interesting to see the prototype. And uh, if anybody's interested in the game, if you're a person that really liked Rise, definitely check that out. Um, looks like it was posted by a Twitter user called Cheese007. I don't know if it was... Oh, no. The uh, Prototype Preservation is the channel that posted it on YouTube. Hmm. Did you get a chance to look at that, Mark? I'm not watching it. Uh, yeah. I figured I'll, I've got it up. I'll look at it after we're done. Yeah. Because... Uh, if you watch it, I don't think it's gonna blare into the into the stream like if I play it. Um, I just muted it anyway. Yeah, but uh, definitely interesting. Check it out and uh, and see what you missed from the old 360 days. Um, then um, another thing for Microsoft is uh, a while back they started Microsoft Game Studios, right? And then they change the name. Microsoft doesn't change names very often, do they? Hello. Hello. I hear you. I lose you, Rob. Nope, I hear you. Okay. You disappeared. Your voice did anyways. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm here. But uh, so Microsoft had Microsoft Game Studios. They renamed it to Xbox Game Studios a while back. And one of the... Uh, new studios that they created or the new studio that they created is called the initiative which to me was kind of like a mystery studio right it's like what are these guys going to do they didn't really announce anything you know the other studios that are within there you know they we know what they've created right Uh like uh you know hellblade and, and some of the other games you know we know what they've done so the initiative was new big mystery waiting to see what they're going to announce for it 
Well, they've been doing some acquisitions of talent. And the latest one uh, that they've poached, I guess, is uh, one of the Naughty Dog developers, uh, Robert Ryan. He's now the senior systems designer at uh, the Microsoft Studio. And previously, he worked on Uncharted 4 and Last of Us Part 2. So I know that those are some of the you know, beloved games on the PlayStation side. Yeah. And, you know, that that's one thing that on the Microsoft front, I, I don't say that they're lacking, but they don't have as much. You know, those thematic, cinematic storytelling games that everybody loves, right? You know, just like those, like Uncharted or Last yeah. of Us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, like myself, I like single player stories a lot and it seems like they're going away you know we're like the playstation does have quite a few going on Mm -hmm. but it seems like everyone else is going to the multiplayer world and right i would really like to see some more single player stuff like those games come to the xbox because they have a place it's an experience right yeah it's a game it's it's cinematic you know like red dead very cinematic you're enjoying the storyline you get caught up in it you identify with the characters and you know it's uh, a lot of the stuff on the xbox has been you know run and gun race sports shooters um yeah you know lots of action and and there's nothing wrong with that but it would definitely be cool to have some intellectual yeah really good story driven ip on the microsoft side exactly (laughs) so maybe it's going to come from the initiative now the only thing that kind of stinks is that those kind of games they don't happen overnight (laughs) right no they don't yeah so you know we'll we'll see how long it takes uh for these guys to come up with something and i'd uh, imagine they've got something already in place like yeah. like one of the games I'm really looking forward to and I I you know I'm glad it's coming to Xbox is Cyberpunk 2077. Oh yeah. You know and also the um uh Respawn game, the Star Wars Fallen what is it? Jedi Fallen Order or something like that. That's this you know that's a that's a single player game. Um uh, and I am like so excited for that. It's like, I'm going to be def- definitely getting that. Um, I want to play it. It's a respawn game. They're, these guys are, those guys just can't do any wrong, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, their games come out flawless, it seems like. You know, they are so polished, done so well, so fun to play. Um, to be able to play a campaign game uh, in a Star Wars universe done by respawn, I think that's going to just be like every Star Wars fan dream come true. Um, I'm really excited for it. We need more single player stuff. Just, I think they're losing with the whole cloud based and multiplayer. It's just, I think they've lost sight of that. And then there's just not as many out there, but again, the businesses keep, keep people coming back, keep people playing. And and that's a lot easier to do with, with a multiplayer title. Sure. You know, I mean, look how many people are playing Fortnite and stuff because, Oh, I, they put out weird stuff or new cosmetics or new 
there's so many things they can add in. It just keeps people coming back to get that stuff. You don't get that in a single player, but I still think there is a value in that as a gamer. I, I do love those single player experiences. Oh, absolutely. So we'll see what they've got up their sleeve. You know, hopefully they'll announce something at, uh, at E3, which is what? Four weeks away, five weeks away. Yeah, it's coming up pretty quick. Oh heck yeah! So we'll see, and hopefully it's going to be a big one. But you know, it's going to be one of those things. Like this is what we've got. Maybe eighteen months. Hopefully, it won't be like below. Or, yeah, they announced it, and then like what five six years later, it finally comes out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll see. All right. Uh, you know, Mark, you know that I, I love my statistics, right? Yes. And NPD is one of them that puts out the good ones. And then Microsoft kind of put the kibosh on some of that stuff because they're keeping their things a little guarded. You know, they're keeping their That's, numbers secret. They're getting, they're getting spanked. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure if they Which were on sucks top. Because it's such an awesome platform. Yeah. That's that's what sucks about it. It's just... uh it's well worth it. It's such a good platform. Mm-hmm. And and now they're in third place. Right? Yeah. You know, with PS4 uh, being number one, Switch number two, and uh, the Xbox in third place. Is it official uh, that the Switch did pass it? Uh, or are they just speculating? That's a good question. I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, that's something that I have heard. So... Maybe that's the only, maybe the speculation is just basically people scrounging the numbers together. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And basically saying, well, there's no way Microsoft could have done this or who knows. But they're either second or third place. But I would believe that the Switch oh. took number oh. two. Let me share something with you real quick. What's I just remembered this uh, because... It was funny, you know, I told you I was down in Phoenix and Bo and I, mm-hmm. we went into a Best Buy and we were over looking at the, you know, obviously we were in the Xbox section. Sure. And I noticed that they had a um, Division 2 Xbox One X bundle and it was $499. Because we were, we were talking about the, uh, the all digital version. Yeah. Well, I happened to notice that the Xbox One X fallout 76 bundle was actually 399 and i'm looking at these two they are identical bundles but it's a it's it's a uh uh fallout 76 and it's like i guess they can't sell them (laughs) yeah it's the same hardware so it's like if you're looking for an xbox one x you might want to look at best buy or you know uh maybe even other retailers and see if you can find the fallout bundle because like even if you don't care about the game you're going to save a hundred dollars on the same console like it had the same i actually looked at him i'm like wait a minute okay same terabyte hard drive uh there there was no difference other than the game packed in mm-hmm. and one was a hundred dollars cheaper so just a heads up if anyone's interested in an x can get them for like four hundred dollars oh yeah hundred so bucks y- off even if you want to buy the division you can buy at full price, right? And yeah, you can buy at full price bucks. and still save forty bucks. Yeah. yeah, so that was a great deal. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, but anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah, going back to uh, 
the, the, numbers. the numbers thing. Uh, one thing that uh, the NPD group surmised through their tabulation of the numbers is, and this is actually on the switch side, is that over 60% of U.S. Switch owners also own either a PS4 or an Xbox One. And I fall into that group. So you fall into that group. And I thought this was an interesting thing because I know a lot of our community actually falls into this group. And, you know, while not everybody, it, I think it's a lot less common to have people have both consoles because unless you're a true hardcore gamer, I, I think you need to pick one right? You need to pick one ecosystem and kind of stick with it. And, you know, for a lot of our community, it's the Xbox, you know, a lot of other people are, are PS only. And, uh, it's just interesting to see that there's a huge amount of folks that have a switch and then plus another more serious console or I w- I non-mobile. Even say I, I, yeah. Non-mobile. So that's the thing it's like it's really the only viable option for mobile gaming sony mm-hmm. i think has pretty much given up on it because they just couldn't compete um and and it's sad too because i always thought the sony the psp um i had a psp yeah, and same. i thought it was awesome i loved that thing mm-hmm. and the was it the vio no vita Vio vita you know i never did get one but yeah, it seemed to me like that was you know probably a superior product over the nintendo ds and um they just couldn't compete you know and i i like the fact that microsoft see i'm excited about the switch now um my my youngest son was asking me the day, dad can i still buy that off of you and um i'm like well you know last christmas i would have you know maybe yeah but now the fact that x cloud's coming out and xbox live is coming to the switch I'm I'm kind of figuring we're going to see X Cloud on Switch as well, which means I can play Xbox games on the Switch. And now Xbox essentially has a, its own mobile platform, which is awesome. Now I'm like I'll use the Switch all the time. I'll, I'll be you know so I'm holding out for that, and I, I'm like this is great because Microsoft doesn't have to make the hardware; they only have to make this cloud-based software to run on that device. Um, and it's going to, I think a lot, I think you're going to see the switch sales will drastically increase because you're going to have those yeah. Xbox gamers that don't have a mobile platform or people like me who are now going to use that platform a lot more and will be exposed to, oh, well, look at this game that I can get on here. That's a Nintendo game, you know, going to be more likely to pick it up and use it because there's, I got, I, you know, I got to say that I think there's going to be people that are Xbox gamers that if they can play Xbox games on a Switch are going to go buy one specifically for that reason. I would have been one of those people. Um, mm-hmm. And that is now, and I, you know, that's going to grow that community on, on the Switch. They're going to sell much a lot more hardware. They're going to get more people exposed to their platform. And vice versa. You're going to have all these 34, 35 million people that have a Switch that may not have an Xbox. But now it's like, wait, I can play Xbox games on my Switch, so I don't have to buy an Xbox, but I can now play Halo and Gears of War and stuff like that. 
it's the same thing. It's like a win-win for both companies. Oh, for and it's sure. a win for gamers too, because you now have two ecosystems that you can play on one piece of hardware. It, yep. And it it's awesome. I think the switches are great. It's great. It needs some additional stuff. Um, yeah, I can't believe you can't put Bluetooth on it. Like you got to, that's one thing I was asking my buddy Bo. I was like, oh, well then, because he's like, oh, and the Diablo sounds great on your headphones. I was like, oh, this thing's got Bluetooth. And I just don't use it. I don't remember what he's like. No, nah, you got to plug them in. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> how does this thing not have Bluetooth? Like, in it? What year is how, this? <laughs> yeah. How does this thing not allow you to stream Netflix? How does, you know, how come you can't watch YouTube on this thing? It, it It's missing a lot of stuff like that, which I don't understand is why it's not on there. But if xCloud comes to this thing, it it's I think it's a game changer. And I think Nintendo this this device will be around for a long time, and this will be huge for both Microsoft and Nintendo. Oh, absolutely! I'm and, excited by it. I I can't wait. This is the one thing I want to see out of E3. Tell me X Cloud's coming to Switch. <laughs> you know, or that's their platform of choice for launch, or they're like well, key partner. I it, well, it shouldn't matter because they're saying they've said before you bring the device. Yeah, you play. You're gonna play on. That's the Microsoft's goals. You you play Xbox on whatever device you want. Well, yes, true. But, but the the reason why I mentioned the Switch specifically is, in my mind, the Switch is slightly more ruggedized than other devices, and. Yeah, I can play it like I've got the Samsung S9. And, you know, it's a good-sized phone, but it's too small yes. for any serious gaming. And you don't really have any controllers on it. Right. And then oh. when you have a tablet, you know, like a lot of people have, you know, a 9, 10-inch tablet. You don't really want to be carrying that everywhere. You know, it's, yeah. to me, they're portable, but... I know people take them on the train. They bring in places. I don't want to bring it anywhere. I just, right. I'm scared of breaking it, of losing it. And, and, and that. so the switch, you know, even though it's not cheap at like $300, but to me, it's, it doesn't seem as delicate as an iPad or well, until you drop it. Yeah. <laughs> that screen will still shatter. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can throw Gorilla Glass on it, and it 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 does doesn't feel. I know what you mean. It 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 holds in your hand very well, and it's designed that it's not flat. Like it's got the curve at the top where the the shoulder buttons are. Mm -hmm. You've got the thumbsticks in there, so you you are able to hold on to it and really kind of grip it. And I so I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, like even with tablets, I've got the old. Uh, Nvidia Shield K1 uh -huh. well it's not the old one it's the second one that they came out with maybe like two three years ago like I've got that tablet and that thing has some heft to it and it's heavy it seems durable and then I've also got a 10 inch uh, Galaxy tab and that thing is like you know, I, I feel like it's uh, like it's made out of crystal. It's like, you know, I, I don't want to put it on the on the table wrong because it's so thin yep. and it seems so light that it, it seems like it'll 
be more apt to break. I guess it's perception. Uh, yeah. But still, it's just the the shield and the Nintendo Switch, which in my mind is almost like a ripoff of the shield <laughs> with the <laughs> Nintendo logo on it. Like those just seem more durable. Was it was it the the shield? Wasn't that the one that was like a taco? Shaped like a taco? No. There I remember there was one, it was like a phone. Was that the N-Gage? N-Gage, yeah. N-Gage. It was that was like a, a long taco. time ago. <laughs> yeah, the, the taco sh- phone. Yeah, so NVIDIA came out with a almost like a set-top box kind of thing a while back. And then they came out with a um, with a tablet. And then okay. there was a second tablet. And, and that was really about it. But... Uh, it was it was a cool system. It was a cool system, and it had their own ecosystem where you could play games and stuff. But yeah. it is kind of switches where it's at. X Cloud off, yeah. <laughs> but technically, maybe once X Cloud comes out, maybe that'll revive the uh, Shield for me. Who knows? You got but, a Switch though, don't you? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, but I don't I don't use the Shield very much anymore. It seems like it's always out of battery. Well, it, what what OS is the Shield built on too? So yeah. the whole bring your own device, eh, it's still depending on they gotta. It's gotta work on Android and i iOS and Windows and OS ten and Linux, and they still have to be able to. I don't know, maybe maybe not because it is a streaming. I guess it doesn't matter because you're just basically it's almost like watching Netflix. You're just streaming video content to it. And the app itself would be I guess would have to be written to understand the inputs of the OS, but it should all be pretty basic. I mm-hmm. guess it really doesn't matter. Maybe it would work on your shield. Yeah, it should. I would think. Eh, that'd be cool. I- I bet they're going to have like, like for Android devices, I imagine something similar for iOS, but they'll say like, you know, Android version five or higher or marshmallow and higher, you know, whatever it is, there's going to be some lower limit. But even then it still shouldn't because you're just streaming. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point of it. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out and what it truly can do. Yeah, the only reason why I say there's probably going to be a lower limit is because I would imagine to get the technology to work properly, they probably need to leverage some OS, um, you know, like, uh, you know, gaming, drawing to the screen or something that maybe the yeah. old, whoa, maybe the crash knocked over uh, my work headset. <laughs> Whoops. But I guess... Uh, I'm just guessing that they'll need something like, you know, hardware acceleration for gaming or something. They might need that to draw the screen really well. But, you know, YouTube does work on all of them. So, right. And they've talked about it being on your phone. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think we'll get a lot more info on it at at E3. Hopefully. That's the big thing I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah. And then uh, one more quick thing about the Nintendo and about the Nintendo Switch. 
is that there's a company that came out with a little adapter. And I just thought this was interesting. They came out with this little adapter. It's available on Amazon for $18 with free shipping. And it lets you attach an Xbox One controller to your Switch so you can play. Now, oh, it does not. So the Switch, like you said, does not have Bluetooth. So you can't use that, of course, to pair a controller to it. Plus, it doesn't recognize it. But this company, uh, Fast Snail, is the is the company. They have just this. It's like looks like almost like a little USB key, right? And um, it has uh, the ability to support PS4, PS3, Xbox 360, and Xbox One controllers. And what's funny, or maybe scary, is if if you look at the device, which is the model C. Oh, I just had it here. Right. It's the model C00V, I think. Let me look it up. Uh, C00VN100 or COV, COOV N100. It's the any joypad works on switch device. <laughs> nice translation job. Nice. But uh, for 18 bucks, you can get. Uh, some usability maybe out of the switch. If you have aging fingers, big hands, whatever you want to call it. And uh, apparently this thing doesn't introduce any kind of lag, any kind of noticeable lag. But the scary thing that I wanted to mention was if you look at uh, some of the uh, images that they have of the product on Amazon, you can see that the, PS4 controller, so it has PS4 controller underneath the Xbox One controller. PS3 controller is on the PS4 controller. Xbox 360 controller is the only one that's correct. And Xbox One controller is underneath the PS3 controller. That's pretty sweet. You're trying to sell this product to bring controllers in, and apparently you're marketing people can't get the correct headings or the descriptions under the images. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. One left in stock. Oh, you're looking it up? I'm trying to, but well, that shows it as wired. They got several different kinds. Yeah, I'm trying to find the one that you're actually pointing to. Cause there's some so that... it's C00V N100 from Fast Snail. Yeah, I looked up the Fast Snail. Okay, hold on. Fast Snail. What was it? CZ. Uh, try N100. N100. Fast Snail. Oh, yeah, that doesn't. It's not coming up right. That comes yeah. up with something. Mac Basil. P-O-O-V N100. Try searching for Fast Snail Controller Converter. <laughs> And this is great radio right now. Isn't it? <laughs> i got to find this. Thing. Yeah, that's it. So when you search for fast snail controller converter, it's the first one, Amazon's no, that, choice. The first one there, that, that shows it's it's cabled. It is. Oh, you It can't. is cabled. Oh, from that image, it looked like it was like a wireless 
USB key that you plugged in, no. and then you could wirelessly use a. Ah, okay, never mind. I'm not excited anymore. <laughs> okay, because I, I have a wireless Pro controller for the yeah. thing. So, I mean, I'd rather use my Xbox controllers. Absolutely, they do. They are better. Yeah. Well, but I don't want to have the cables attached to. Them. I that I understand, and you know the. I always looked at the pro controller and I'm like, I'm not buying that. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And a lot of us in the community, you know, we've got, I'm looking here. I've got one, two, three, four Xbox controllers right here. in front. Yeah. I got a bunch of them too. So, but that's a cool, it's still a good idea. Like, especially if you don't have, if you don't have a pro controller and then yeah, it's definitely worth it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just curious to see what they did with the buttons because the buttons are backwards. Yes. You, you know what I mean? And the, yes. That's the problem I have with mine. It's like, oh, hit X for this. So I'm hitting X is really, it's like, I think Y and X and A are reversed and A and B are reversed. I think that's how it is. Yeah. Because it's still A, B, X, Y, but they're yeah. in wrong, they, they're in different spots on the Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, <'cause, laughs> it drives me nuts. Because <laughs> we hit A to select everything right and then position wise it's b B, right yeah so so i would imagine if they just keep that orientation so if you're using the xbox controller you need to hit b which is a right that would be worth it if it does if you can yeah if it uses the yeah what you're saying no it would it would have (laughs) to use so like you could remap it almost. So oh, like when it says yeah. instead of hitting, because like on the switch, R R B is their A, and right. their their and R A is their B. So if I could, if it would say hit B, and I would actually hit B on the Xbox controller, and it actually work. Oh, yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? Where yeah, I don't think they could do that though. See that that would suck because it, it does. It it drives me nuts now. It's like. Oh, which button is that again? You know, because I'm so ingrained. It's just like the brain automatically knows where X, Y, A, and B is because they've been in the same spot for so many years. (laughs) So trying to train, that's tough. And that's why I always have a problem playing on PlayStation because it's like, what the heck is a triangle? Where's the (laughs) triangle? You know, square. I don't know where the square is, (laughs) but it's, it's, it's even worse on nintendo and xbox because it's the same letters (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i think they're even the same colors i think they're the same colors too if i recall but they're all they're in the wrong spot (laughs) yep so it's like "Ah, we need to we need a universal controller button mapping there you go and they're all the same so you can just play on any platform and it's you already know what it is yep anyway but so yeah 18 bucks shipped yeah. that's a pretty good deal for the little device hopefully it works out of the box you know some of that product that you get like super cheap like that it just doesn't work yeah Who knows? but uh, okay moving on away from the switch um moving on to bullet storm i know this is a game that you liked yep. a lot back in the day and they have the Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, which uh, came out well, a while ago. Because Bulletstorm came out a long time ago. Gearbox promised to make the game. 
Xbox One X enhanced, and that has finally arrived. Nice. So um, it's adding 4K support and 60 frames per second. So you can enjoy the game in 4K goodness on your Xbox One X. So very cool. Always nice to get updates to the old games, right? Yes. And then uh, lastly, this is the last thing here. Uh, We got uh, some new back compat games. And I'm like terrified that a video is going to start playing here. Oh, I hate these sites. Yep. Oh, there it goes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Eat oh. those tabs, man. Oof. Okay, of course, pretty soon they'll get around that too. <laughs> it's like I'm. I was looking at the video. I'm like, you're gonna start playing, aren't you? You're gonna start playing, <laughs> and it did. Of course, oh. it's gonna. I thought that because uh, this was in all. Oh, this is Chrome. Come on. Yeah. Talk to me, Rob. Dead air. No, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> so uh, there's two games that were added to back compat. And those were Costume Quest and From Dust. Remember those games? I remember hearing of them, but I've never yeah. played them. I thought Costume Quest was in Game Pass. I don't know. It was some, something that... Uh, I'm just confusing it for. But anyway, yeah, so two more and back compat. And that list is also huge. That's over 500 titles now. So both Game Pass and back compat. Tons and tons of games in them. And so I that, want to know yeah. when are they going to bring the original Sniper Elite to from the original Xbox onto the back compat program? Yeah. We have two, three, and four. They just remastered two for the Xbox One. I'm like, give me the original one. It's like the only one I've never played. Right. So I'm holding out for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that Gra 2 is in there now? It got added to uh, yeah. Game Pass. Yeah. That was a fantastic game. Loved it. Yeah, a month ago, yeah. Rebellion said they have no plans for the original Sniper. Right now. No. Come on. Because someone asked them that. I wanted a back compat. And then they come out with the Sniper Elite, no, Sniper Handsome Elite Collection or something. (laughs) I want to play the original one. Yeah. Even if it sucks, I'll play it because it's like I've played every other one. It's like I never played the original game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they need to do that. Yeah. I'll even buy it. So maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised one day. Maybe. Alrighty, so moving on to the community. Uh, if you'd like to leave a voicemail for the show, we'll play your voicemail. You can hear yourself on the show. You can go to thisxboxlife.com, click on the voicemail widget on the right-hand side of the screen, and leave a message up to 90 seconds. If you need to speak longer, you can leave more messages and just truncate it appropriately. We'll piece it all together, or you can record an MP3 and send it to us at contact at thisxboxlife.com. Also, we have a Facebook group. Uh, That uh, Facebook group is a closed group, which means that you have to ask uh, for membership of the group. That's purely to keep the spammers out because we have had issues with those in the past, a couple, two, three times. 
But um, answer those two easy questions. We had a bunch of folks in the past week that have done it properly. Thank you very much. And um, just answer those two easy questions and uh, you will gain entry. Closed group means we keep the spammers out and also the messages that get posted within the group stay within the group so people on your timeline, whatever they call it, uh, cannot see those messages. And then also uh, we're on Twitter as well. We have a Twitter account at this Xbox Life. And now moving on to the retail releases. Cue the music. Okay, Rob, Rob, what you got for us to tell? What you got? What you got? What you got? Give us a list of things that we can buy and play. Okay, Rob. Alrighty, retail releases for the week of May 14th through the 17th. We have on the 14th, A Plague Tale Innocence. This one is Xbox One X Enhanced. Also on the 14th, Rage 2 comes out. Also Xbox One X Enhanced. And... Uh, do you have any interest in that game, Mark? Just curious. No, no. I played the original and really didn't like it. Yeah, this one's supposed to be different. It It is, yeah. but I think I'm going to... This one's going to be one of those I'm going to and see. The, Get it on the sale. Avalanche Studios is involved. Does That's the thing that piques my interest and so lets me know it'll probably be fun, but I'm going to wait on it. I'm in no rush to get it. Um, if I get it, it'll probably be, I'll buy it on a sale or something. So, so what you're saying is like in four weeks where it's going to be half price, uh, next week when it's half price (laughs) or sooner. (laughs) Yeah. Cause you know, when they have their summer sale and you know, there's going to be one or maybe one around E3, you you know, this bad boy is going to be discounted. Yeah. And I, I just so did not enjoy the first one. Yeah. Um, even though i played it through it's just i don't know there was something about it i didn't like it it was a beautiful looking game but i didn't find it to be very fun so this one looks like it's going to be kind of crazy and it probably will be fun but i'm it's i'm gonna have to see it i'm gonna watch some uh you know people playing on mixer and stuff i'll check it out on mixer and see what what it's like so yeah there's a lot of the racing and the car stuff then i probably will just skip yeah so we'll see it's like a definite like mad max style game now yeah that's the the stuff that i got from the videos yeah so i I just still don't think it looks better but i yeah burned by the first one so yeah and i still have so many things i need to play right now exactly (laughs) that i'm just not even getting to so so and then uh speaking of things to play on May 14th, also Sniper Elite V2 Remastered is coming out. This is Xbox One X Enhanced and Play Anywhere. Now, this is Sniper Elite V2, which right. was, I think, the second game, but the V2 yes. is the V2 Rocket. Yeah, this and, was the yeah. second game. Um, so, And it was really good. I This was the first Sniper Elite game I ever played. So. Same here. Same here. 360, and it was friggin' awesome. So. It was amazing. Uh, three, Sniper Elite 3 was not as good. Sniper Elite 4 is yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's like they got their 
I don't know. The, the third one just, I don't know. There was something about it. It just kind of lost its mojo and no, got it back with. I totally know what you mean. For me, I had a problem with the visuals in that game. Things, in the third one? yeah, things just. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if it was like a fisheye effect or something, but like when you moved around, it it didn't seem. I'm gonna air quote natural. <laughs> you know, just something about the visuals in the game just didn't look right, and I I, I couldn't handle it. Yeah, and for some reason, it. like the maps seemed a lot larger than previous ones, mm-hmm. and I. And I remember, like, you could be picked off and never know where you were getting shot from. It was just like they had their snipers were just super snipers. And even their regular soldiers just like, oh, he's a mile away over there. Boom, dead. You know, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even close to him. Uh, you know, it was like things like that. Like, they would be easily alerted. And it just seemed kind of, like, really not realistic. Mm-hmm. I get it. All right, so yeah, Sniper Elite V2 remastered on the 14th. Also on the 14th, we have Lost Orbit. On the 15th, we have Devious Dungeon 2, Feudal Alloy, Undead Horde. On the, That one is Xbox One X Enhanced. On the 16th, Castlevania Anniversary Collection. And... Uh, yeah, and then uh, Dragon's Lair Trilogy on the 17th. Remember those games? Yeah, I Dragon's never Lair. never able to play them. Well, you can now, I guess. I, I still would <laughs> suck at them. It, it, yeah. It was, I could never click fast enough. It was, mm-hmm. Man, you had to be fast. Oh, absolutely. This was, if I couldn't so, do it back when I was sharp, I certainly can't do it now. When you were in your prime? <laughs> yeah, do they have like an old man meth uh uh mode where it slows everything down no unfortunately no gives you about 60 seconds to respond to the queue <laughs> give it give it to the kiddos yeah they can I'll do let it them play for, yeah they can I'll do it watch. for you and you watch so you get the story yeah i've always wanted but, to just like sit down and just watch it go play through yeah you can actually watch these on youtube i'll have to do that someday. Yeah. But yeah, so this is Dragon's Lair Trilogy. It includes Dragon's Lair, which is the original game. Then they had Space Ace, which was the um, like the follow-up, and it was set in space. And Dragon's Lair 2 Time Warp. So all three <laughs> games. And, and these games, wow, I think they've been on like every system. Oh, yeah. They've been on PC. They've been on mobile. They, they put them on just about everything. And what Mark was talking about, for those that aren't familiar with these, is that these games back in the day used to be on Laserdisc in the arcades. Right. And you'd put your quarter in, or 50 cents, whatever it was at the time, and then you would have a controller and you'd watch a cartoon. These were Don Bluth animations. Um, so it's basically a cartoon and then you get to like a crossroads section. So like, let's say your character is like running and then he has an option to go straight left or right. So you have to make the choice. Like, let's say you go left. Well, if for that cutscene that means death, then you die and then you have to start over at, I think a checkpoint for wherever you were at. Yeah. You didn't start over at the beginning. 
No, you did start over at that point. But you had like three lives. So you had like three yeah. chances. Right. So, you know, if you had like, let's say three options, only one of them is proper to get you killed or whatever. You start over. So you're really learning when you need to like push left up down or I think there was a fire button to do something. Um, so you basically had to learn when to do all of those. And the thing that just drove everybody nuts is if you didn't time it perfectly, then you died. So right. you have to catch it right in that window. And, and it's you, a short window. Yeah. I mean, it is short. Yeah. So. But uh, it was quick time back before there was such a thing as quick time. Mm-hmm. It was like the original quick time event. That's yeah. exactly the whole game is nothing but quick time event. Yep. Yep. So, so it's uh it's cool that they're coming out. I was just looking to see if it was Xbox one X enhanced. And I'd be like, really, do you really need to? I don't but, think uh, you need to. No, no, you don't. <laughs> they were so stunningly amazing looking back in the day i I, oh yeah i think they'd still they still hold up i think it's still just as sharp and amazing to this day Mm -hmm. i don't know i might have to look at that out and just see if it looks dated or not yeah but i'd be surprised if it looked dated it was just always so amazing looking i'd like to see what the reviews are going to be like when this thing comes out so it comes out what on 17th what day is it it thursday no it's friday so i'd like to see how the reviews are on this because the last couple of games that have been like games from the past blast from the past games they've sucked yeah but uh yeah so we got these on uh on console and it's cool that it's a it's a triple 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 whammy but uh yeah so that's on the 17th also on the 17th we have darkwood steel rats and mole cats so that's a pretty big week for releases. It's quite a, lot a few, of stuff there. yeah, quite a few games there. Alrighty, and then uh, games with gold. Uh, so we're getting pretty close to the switcheroo time, mid month. But uh, right now, for Xbox One, we have Marooners. This is the game for the entire month of March, and then the holdover from last month. Uh, from mid-April through mid-May is Outcast Second Contact. Xbox 360 and back compat we have uh, for the first half of May Earth Defense Force Insect Armageddon. Hmm. And uh, we're adding on the 16th the Golf Club 2019. We have it from uh, our Facebook group that uh, that game's actually pretty good. So I'm I'm interested in checking it out. I haven't played a golf game in forever. Probably 15 years at least. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. And then uh, also <laughs> not a on, golf person. Yeah, on the 16th we have Comic Jumper. So this game I think was one of the ones that was leaving Game Pass. I was going to say didn't this just get re- removed mm-hmm. from Game Pass? Yep. Uh, see, now you can get it for free anyways. Yeah. <laughs> If you so choose to claim it. Right. It's like I've actually stopped doing that. I used to go and get all these games. Yeah. And I've actually stopped doing it because I've never played. I never go back to play them. Yeah. It's just like, it's just 
oh whoopee do i got a big giant you know i got eight thousand games on my list yeah but i only play four so <laughs> yeah what's what's the point <laughs> well i still get them <laughs> i'm glad you do <laughs> yes more the, the digital game hoarder although the only thing is i get them but i don't install them yeah because especially if like if you claim everything and you have the auto update on that's just ridiculous yep, yep. everything's updating all the time Anyway, so that's it with Games with Gold for, uh, for now. And then, uh, as always, if you make any purchases on Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find that at the Facebook group at the top and also on our website. Uh, each and every time you use your, uh, each and every time that you purchase something on Amazon, use that affiliate link. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps us out. Uh, we get a teeny tiny little finder's fee for sending you their way. And then also, if you're an iTunes user, uh, find the show on there. Give us a five-star review. The more of those that we get, the more we get boosted in the rankings. And uh, follow us on Twitch and YouTube and Mixer. We'll get that working eventually. And thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music. And uh, that's it, I think, for episode 528. Is that the number? That's what you said. Yeah. So, all right, bud. Hey, great to have you back. It's good to be back. It's just like old times. Yeah. And it's, and it's amazing. So we've been recording now. Well, we've been live for an hour and 51 minutes. Time flies (laughs) by. Here's the end of those 20 minute shows. (laughs) I know. Right. And I haven't really talked that much this episode. (laughs) I really don't think I have. No, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I have. You, you made me Mr. Chatty. There you go. I'm all giddy. I'm all giddy yeah. with excitement. <laughs> no, but it, it's it's awesome to have you back. Yeah, uh, it's, it's good to be back. Yeah. So, and I'm sure right. the listeners are stoked. They don't know about it yep. yet, but they will soon. They will soon. Yeah. So, all right. My name is uh, Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week with Mark. And I'm Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off.